Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans Wheels. First time we're podcasting in a while. Yeah, we pre-recorded a lot of episodes. We did do the um, season previews a little bit closer to when they recorded, but we had finished the 32 a long time ago. So it's fun to be back. We're in very different watching situations this year, I feel like. Yeah, Sundays are very busy for me with my kids and activities and stuff, but uh, it was still very exciting to have football back for the first time in a while. Uh, Jen was uh, quite accommodating. I got to watch. I got to watch. I mean, all of the Vikings game and pretty much everything in the one to four slot as well. So very little to complain about. We had a we had a fantastic witching hour in week one. Wins became losses, became ties. Uh, the witching hour is great. They never they never credit Mike Francesa with inventing the witching hour. Is he the one who Got invented it? it? Yeah, yeah. He used to say, you say, write down the scores at three o'clock and then write them down at four and you'll see what, how they changed. Oh, you're supposed to write down the scores at three o'clock. Oh, OK. All right. I, did, I never knew where that came from. I thought that was a uh, a uh, red zone channel special. But yeah, so let's jump right into the week one games. Uh, I guess let's start with uh, the worst team, which is probably your team. Just uh, unwatchably bad. Yeah, unwatchably bad. I agree. Joe Flacco. I have to think about going to Mike White. I don't think they will. I think they'll definitely stick with Flacco for another week. They seem very good loyal to claimed veterans uh you know this isn't a jets podcast but there were definitely some um there were definitely some positives sauce gardner and dj reed were really good at corner and the defensive line is fine it, it gave uh you know it, it pressured lamar a little bit but the wrong team to really get a bunch of sacks against lamar is so good yeah lamar really um, lamar made a play i bet people didn't see it where he had a nine yard run on third and eight but he like broke five tackles and it was just like so effortless uh, and he moved so fast. He's he's so good. Um, I, say, I have I have a two TV setup, and mm-hmm. I'm not even exactly sure why I did this. But I because I, I was watching the Twins game. Um, baseball's officially ended yesterday, by the way. I was watching mm-hmm. the Twins game on my laptop and then I had both screens on Red Zone Channel at the same time in the early slot. So I, I could have focused on one game. I only saw Red Zone. They were like five seconds apart um, in terms of the, the delay, which was kind of funny. But um, so I saw I don't I saw basically nothing of the Ravens Jets game. That that game never made it to Red Zone Channel. And then I ended up and then I you know I watched the highlight like the the fifteen minute like I don't think a team was ever in the Red Zone basically. Yeah. So yeah, I I I saw Lamar threw a twenty five yard touchdown. There was almost no Red Zone. Yeah. So I saw none of that game until one in the morning when I was recapping all the games. Um, 
What yeah. do you do? You rewatch? You watch the like extended highlights of every game? Yeah, for every game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, except yeah. unless it's a game that I already you know saw, like the Vikings so, game or. At work, we um we what's it called? We were watching um we had a watch party. They have a watch party every Sunday because the sports company. Uh, some of the people are you know more knowledgeable football fans than others, but it's like a good way for them to learn. And this you know company orders food, whatever. So we had two TVs. So they like the red zone. I think red zone for like very beginners. I think that's the the call because there's so much action. It'll yeah. keep them interested. Yeah, my, my kids uh, and then we had Lions. Yeah, and then we had Lions Eagles on because my boss is a Detroit fan. So, but so I I just brought a couple extra laptops and I so I was watching the Jets on a laptop in front of the. So three screens. I th- I think three screens is really the minimum. You really need three screens nowadays. Yeah. Well, the issue for me I, was- I don't even like I don't even like red zone. Like in theory, I'd rather have all eight games on at once, but. It is like a very good way to track all the goings on in the league. You know what I mean? Like it, it you miss so much stuff if you don't have it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the issue for me yeah. was so I had um, at the four o'clock slot. I had the Vikings on the big screen through Sunday ticket. And then I had red zone through my uh, through YouTube TV on the small screen. But but the red zone was a few seconds ahead. It was basically one play ahead. So for every Vikings play, and especially by the late slot, you know, just about the whole game is on red zone. So I would basically watch every play on the smaller TV and then react. And then my dad and my sons would get mad at me because they were like ignoring the screen like five inches below their face and only staring at the top screen. Oh, no, that's that's stupid of them. Yeah, no, I, I you have to the, the game will usually be ahead of red zone. Red zone for yeah. some reason is behind. Well, the sometimes fun, you'll but, be well, like, now when it's an easy win, though, it's here. great because you get to recelebrate every play twice. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Four but, o'clock. Um, you're especially. Uh, when it gets down to like three, yeah, you're right. Basically, every play is shown. Um, so you, we talk about your team for a second. Sure. Who knew the Vikings had the best defense in the NFL? Amazing. You probably th- thought it, but well, uh, I think what I've said in the preseason is, as long as Darius and Daniel Hunter are both healthy, and they both were healthy in Week One, then mm-hmm. their defense is going to look very good. It also helps the Packers that were missing both of their tackles, and it also helps that Christian Watson, you know. His his MO was extreme speed and brick hands. And we saw that on the first play of the game when he ran right by Patrick Peterson, should have had a 75 yard touchdown and dropped the ball. And it, it was basically that kind of day for the Packers. Yeah. The, the Vikings completely shut them down. How do you become how do you become like like I get it at this level? It's hard to make some catches. How do you become like a stud receiving prospect if you can't catch? That's what I was wondering. Well, define stuff. Did they you throw him like two yard? Pick? I mean, if you're a second round pick in the draft, that means you have world class speed. You probably had 100 catches in a season in college. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't well, mean listen, you're a super he ain't in North Dakota State anymore. So yeah, right? North Dakota State is good. They could beat the Jets. Um, I, I so how about this? Most impressive performance. We have Minnesota embarrassing the Packers, Tampa Bay. I mean, at the end of the day, like that's a DAC team that throws for 400 yards every week that got three points. Kansas well, City. No ob- DAC by the fourth quarter. But yeah. Okay, but uh, they did nothing. Yeah, uh, Kansas City obliterating Arizona. I think those are the three. And Buffalo for going back to Thursday night. Yeah, and going back to Thursday. Yeah, Buffalo, you probably won, but yeah, yeah that's true. Just going to the Ram- the Rams. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. My preseason power rankings: I had Buffalo one, KC two, Tampa three. None of that has to switch at all. The the the, the one, two, three are all locked in. Yeah, and I was very down on the Chiefs. Um, people are like, make a mea culpa. No. It's week one. Yeah. Last no, week, week one, the people Packers don't need to, to three. Yeah, people don't need to re- overreact to things in week one. And we're definitely going to see a lot of that. Um, 
on the on the other hand, if you're the Cowboys and you look terrible and you just lost Dak for half a season, it's well, time to no, overreact. You, if you lose your quarterback, you can overreact. If you lose TJ Watt, you can overreact. It is funny, like from a, it makes you you know I rank the 500 players and I try mm. not to do like the top 15 as quarterbacks. It is funny, though, because at the end of the day, like, yes, T.J. Watt is incredibly important. But if NBC or CBS or Fox, like if anybody had a big uh, or Amazon had like a big Pittsburgh game, they they would be like, shoot, we lost T.J. Watt. But it wouldn't affect the ratings one percent. Yeah, it's but correctly. if you have if you have Dak coming up, it sucks. Like you the, the one thing you forget from year to year is how annoying it is to have backup quarterbacks play. Unless unless it's uh, Dak gone and Cooper Rush is playing the Vikings on national TV. In that case, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah. Uh, by the way, our, our Cowboys fan, Ian, sent me a message. He mm-hmm. said to me uh, at 8.51 a.m., nothing like doing a Cowboys preview pod and have it go to complete garbage one weekend. I hate the Joneses so much. I have Kirk and Justin Jefferson fans. Blah, 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 blah. I'm on a Timberwolves season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ian is a is a Cowboys slash Timberwolves fan. Mm-hmm. That's why he's texting you and not me. Probably. Yeah, he's, he's I, I, I've already started writing my anti Jerry Jones rant for next year. I feel bad for Jordan. At least I was the avatar of the loud, annoying, obnoxious Cowboys fan. He was the level headed normal one. No, I think I, I, Ian was the right one. And, you know, it's it's going to get really bad. I don't feel bad for any fan of team like the Lions. You know, we watched that whole Lions game yesterday. Yeah. The Lions are bad. And they gave up 38 points to a team where the quarterback is questionable, like how accurate he is. Yeah, they were competitive. They played so hard like they're not a good team. Well, their they offense, played, their defense is very bad. You know, Goff did like we seven talked horrible the things. Preseason. Other than Goff, they're the rest yeah. of their offense is, is an excellent offense. In, incorrect and incorrect. Their receivers are objectively bad. OK, who Amon Ross so is a good receiver. He's TJ Hawkins is a good receiver, and James yeah, Williams, they, when he comes back, that'll be very yeah. impressive. Oh, okay, I agree. Long term, TJ um, Shark is fine as a third receiver or fourth. Mm, those guys are those guys are bad. Those guys are are barely roster level. Yeah, but so so he didn't he didn't really have people open. I agree. Hawkinson is obviously solid, and, but their line is good. He sucked. He he had a lot of bad throws yesterday, but they play so hard. They're like they're a lot like the coach. Like it's ultimately it's like sort of a big mess, and it's not really like super savvy, but they they play their ass off. The the Jets don't even do that. They don't they don't even freaking play hard. Flacco Flacco ran once and it was all it was like objectively sad. It was like watching an old timers day. <laughs> yeah. No, objectively um, sad is the twins getting swept at home by Cleveland in their season. But I um, want to go game by game. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, let's come back to the Cowboys for a second. You know, this is a okay. team I had going to the divisional round. I had them beating the Vikings in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. That's all revised. The Eagles are winning this division. Um, Washington and Giants fans are both very excited. We'll, we'll get to those games. But like. Slow your horses, okay? Like, congrats on beating bad teams. Um, you know, you have reason to be excited, but the the Eagles, I think, are going to be the only team above five hundred in this division. We should have listen. I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl. We should have yeah. really. I we made a bunch of bets. Uh, See, we, I, we sent I'm not a lot that impressed. With the Eagles. I think we saw this last year. The Eagles beat good bad teams. No, I want to double down. Uh, so we we bet a bunch of money. Well, well, I'm happy well let's see the Vi- the Eagles play the Vikings on Monday night, and let's see a, a nice win there before we start crowding them. But let's come back to the Cowboys for one second. Okay. Without Dak, this week against the Bengals, mm-hmm. the only Bengals, that, that's a loss, I would say, right? Yeah. The following week at New York on Monday oh, Night which Football. Which New York? Which New York? The Giants. The Giants. That's not, not a guaranteed loss. No, the, the Giants suck. The Giants sure. pulled. But the Giants pulled out the Giants and Washington back to back weeks. They'll win. Let's say one of those. Okay. Okay. Fine. You're one and three. Then you go at the Rams at the Eagles. One and four. One and five. Yeah. I think the Cowboys will be one and five. 
And then and then let's say they then they right, get so the Lions and Bears. It gets much easier. Two and five, three and five. Let's say Dak doesn't come back till after the bye. Okay, so that's eight games. Okay, well, they need to. Then they're three they need, and five. That's not. They terrible. need to get. No, if you get the three and five, you're still in the playoff race. That's well, fine. except that right after the bye, they play at Green Bay at Minnesota. So well, I mean, you got to beat somebody. You can't. You can't just lose every game. Well, yeah, three and five. We have them winning two out of three against the Lions, Bears, Giants, and Commanders, and that's not. A, yeah, if they have automatic. to win three of those games, unless they're pulling it up, so, which I don't. Yeah, I don't think they if they're will. less than three and five coming uh, into the bye, their season's over. Even at three and five, again, they start at Green Bay at Minnesota. Even with Dak, that could easily be three and seven. They're going to be underdogs in both those games. And it's also just, you know, not to be Bobby TV, but week three, they're Monday Night Football. Week five, they play the Rams. That's one of the bigger national games of the year. The next week, they're uh, in Philly on Sunday night. I mean, really, like every game they play is, is, is you know, is is a national game. So he he's maybe the most, other than maybe Mahomes and Allen, the most unlosable guy in the whole league, even if he's not the third best quarterback. He's the third most important from like a league perspective. Um, just because they're always on TV. Yeah, there should be like a and way like the thumb that I just think thumb I is six what... weeks. Thumb yeah. shouldn't be six weeks. Six to eight. They're saying. Yeah, thumb shouldn't be six weeks. Well, what know. is he ambidextrous? How's he going to throw without a thumb? Uh, you should be able to fix it. You should be able to like, uh, I don't know, go to some foreign country and and like just fix the thumb or something. Yeah, it, um, I mean, they have the money. They could have a team of people working around the clock on this thumb. You couldn't you can't speed up the healing process. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Cowboys are in trouble anyways. They, their offensive line is no, I agree. Listen, I want to I want to bet the Eagles in terms of our bets. Can we talk about Houston Indy for a second? OK, so our bets we bet. Uh, and we have said a lot of them on the podcast that if not, we post them in the group. And I, I tweeted out a link to an article that all 12 of the preseason uh, futures bets we made. Two bets we made, I believe, I have not double checked, are still active. We had Colts and Cowboys to be the final two teams undefeated. So Dallas is done. Yeah. But the Colts are still undefeated. I believe they are undefeated. I undefeated. believe they have not. Uh, been did defeated. you check? Did you check that bet? Yeah, they haven't been defeated. I, I just it might say it, it might not include ties. I don't know. I have to look at the language on the bet. Oh, okay. But um, so that we would still want win. And then we had the Texans first win coming in week 11 against Washington, mm. 40 to one. Still alive. Also. Now they did not win. So that mm. one we're still alive on. And we yeah. have the Texans under four and a half, under four and a half wins, which uh, not looking. I mean, listen, uh, they didn't win week one. So we're still, de- still definitely alive. We picked Cousins and Tua to an MVP. Both a couple very, of undefeated very, teams. Very alive right now. Tua did not Those look great, good. but a win's a win. Brady under 4,500 yards, which basically you're betting on him to win to miss a game. Uh, but he didn't throw for that many yards, so that's that's alive. So uh, the Cowboys won, not a winner, but there's plenty. Uh, and the Cardinals to make the playoffs isn't looking great also. Niners to be the one seed in the West also not look in the NFC, not, not looking great either. Yeah, that, that, was, that was not a good game. But all right, so let, let's go game by game. All mm-hmm. right. So, um, all right, we talked. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't talk about the Thursday night game because we haven't podcasted in a while. Mm-hmm. The 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 uh, you know I picked the Rams in that game. Obviously, very wrong. The the Bills just Von Miller. I think Von Miller was to this game what Zadarius Smith was to the Vikings Packers game, which is he moved from one team to the other. And it was you said obvious. you said Von Miller I, in my rankings. One of your comments was, "Yeah, Von Miller is like a legacy ranking. What are you doing? Too high." And then yeah. he came out and he, he used that as fuel, as motivation. He yeah, read he, he heard Chester talking NFL five hundred. Yeah, he was. I mean, he, he was incredible. Obviously, the 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 Rams' offense was absolutely worthless, other than Cooper Cup, who was very good, but they had nothing else. Yeah, seven sacks, so the line was worthless too. Yeah, um, and we had uh, talked about that I, in the preseason. I, you know, uh, Cam Akers had a, had a fork sticking out of him. We, yeah, I I sort of knew that, and then we talked about that also. Yeah, 
Uh, although you said no running back can ever come back from an Achilles. Meanwhile, James Robinson, James Robinson had a like good game. Frolicking all over the field for Jacksonville last. Yeah. Day, so, yeah, he had a good game. That's true. Uh, listen, obviously, the Rams are not done and they're going to bounce back. But um, Buffalo, you know, Buffalo and Kansas City easily the class of this league right now. We should have bet Buffalo at, at, to go undefeated. To go undefeated? <laughs> Who's beating them? They just went into the Super Bowl champions and demolished them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, they do play the Jets twice. All right. This is a overreaction theater. Here. What if the Jets beat the Bills? It's possible. Would I sign up for that if, like, let's say the Bills had one loss, but it was just to the Jets? Would I sign up for a 1-16 season if it meant, like, shocking the Bills? Well, what does that get you? What, I mean, what you, are they are, getting do, this do, year? Do you they're going to be the 0-3. Are the Bills like no, your arch rival? Like, who cares? No, they're not. They're not. Yeah, so that's... that's but their season's going to be over by the time freaking Wilson comes back. Um, all right. Uh, Jets, Baltimore, by the way, Corey Davis, remember when he was like decent on Tennessee? Yeah, he had a he decent sucks. game. He's no, he did not see because oh. you just watch the highlights. He yeah. A wide open. He dropped a wide open pass. The best player nobody knows or cares about because the Jets are like a Mac team that happens to be in the NFL. Michael Carter is so good. Like you see why he like had a 50 50 split with Javante. who's was also yeah, awesome. But what about Brees in Hall? college? Uh, sucked. Brees Hall was horrible. Uh, had a, had a terrible fumble. Like, uh, you know, it was badly outplayed by Carter. Um, uh, Carter had seven catches and a 10, 10 rushes for 60 yards. He breaks four tackles every time he touches the ball. Carter's a beast. Uh, he's he's basically uh, the the uh, OC called in the heartbeat of the team, which was bad for people who were drafting Brees and very early in. Yeah, not ideal when you're back up running back is the heartbeat of your team. Well, if you watch Hard Knocks, Jamal. Yeah, Williams Jamal. Williams, yeah, heart, for sure. The heart, so it's all bad teams. Two the touchdowns for him, baby, in week one. Is the backup running back. Yeah. But anyway, uh, on the other side, Lamar looked great. I think maybe if I likely didn't do anything, but I do think the idea of having like those tight ends and Duvernay was very, you know, got open a bunch. Bateman's okay. Maybe he'll be better in year two. Their receivers aren't great, but I do think it's possible that uh, on a week to week basis, it won't matter. But I do wonder, like they're they're really old. They have Justin Houston and Calais Campbell. I, I do think a lot of these guys um Let's see. Let's see them play a real team. But I, I was impressed with Baltimore week one. New England, Miami. Mm. Uh, uh, you, OK, it was so, very hot. The Patriots uh, offense wilted in those Navy uniforms. This game yeah. was this game was a game that I think very much went to script of the preseason, which is that New England's offense is in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And Miami, you know, again, Tua didn't play great, but he has enough weapons. And, you know, they only score 20 points, but that's all you need when, when they give up seven. And I don't know, you know, Miami's defense obviously looked good. But the, again, the Patriots offense seems to be like the, the, the biggest story of this game. There, yeah, it is very bizarre. The Patricia thing is weird. Uh, you know, that we don't like any of the receivers, really. For whatever reason, the John who Hunter Henry thing hasn't worked out that much. Um, it's like, who are the stars on this team? Who are like the who are who are their great player? Like Judon's a good player. Like who are the you know, I, I see lots of good young players on Miami and I don't I don't really see that on on New England now, I don't want to go too crazy on Miami I'm not saying I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too nuts but maybe I would elevate them to the you know seventh playoff team after this week mm. I moved them I up in my, in I my know rankings. I felt this way about case but I was yeah. like watching all the post game stuff like him in the locker room man I love McDaniel yeah well Tyreek seems to love him he needs a wheelbarrow Tyreek everyone says. loves him yeah. everyone loves him I moved Miami up from 15 to 13 in my power rankings so it's a move but you know let's not go crazy after week one Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want a game you're, you're frankly supposed to win. All right. Okay. What's next on your rundown? Um. Uh, OK, uh, next on the rundown is uh, Pittsburgh Cincy. 
the game that would never end. I had a train to catch. It was very oh annoying. I had to like yeah. run and catch a train, but l- like I was uh, just like switching, uh, kept switching like different streams and red zones on my phone because I was underground, whatever. Uh, Borrow throwing four interceptions. I think it's a write off. You write off this game. I don't. I don't think it's. I, well, they're worried. the ones writing it off, though. They take the L. Um, you know, we talked about this in the preseason for Cincy and also I think for the Raiders mm-hmm. to a lesser extent. Like, you know, they they could be better this year and have a worse outcome. And part of that, and they were not better in Week One, obviously. But part of that is, you know, just the luck of you know Evan McPherson who hits everything last year, and they're winning a lot of these 50-50 games. You know, like the Vikings game in OT, for example. Here, uh, all the playoff games where you know they were arguably, uh, you know, had moments where they could have lost in the fourth quarter. Here, it's the reverse. They can't hit. They can't hit field goals. They're turning the ball over a ton. And they came back because Pittsburgh's not a good team, right? Like TJ Watt was very good. Who else on Pittsburgh do you have like faith in? Right? Who who else do I have faith in? On Pittsburgh. Nobody. Trubisky Nobody. did not so look the, good. Yeah, they, so they started Najee using Harris Chase is Clay- hurt. Yeah. They started using Chase Claypool after that as, as, as a running Debo back. Samuel. Yeah, Debo. It actually went well. He was he was kind now, of solid. Zach Taylor, my uh, one time uh, coach of the year, just an awful mm-hmm. job on the Jamar Chase touchdown. To not on on the on the first March is touch on that is that he's ruled out at the one. He doesn't challenge it. There's like two minutes and 20 seconds to go. You're you're on the one yard line. You don't need to save your challenge because in 20 seconds, everything's reviewable by the clock and by the refs automatically. And you have all three timeouts and you don't really need the timeout. I don't understand why he didn't challenge that or even review it. He ran up as quickly as he could and ran a play. And then I, I maybe the argument is, hey, it's first and goal from the one we're going to get in anyways. But like. Just to leave seven points off the board, he seems like a huge mistake there that, uh, you know, so almost comes back to bite him in the ass. I mean, you know, they had obviously further opportunities in overtime that they ended up blowing it. But so Taylor does not come out looking good. Burrow, as you said, OK, we'll write off all the turnovers. But, um, you know, he was able to move the ball. Jamar Chase looked very good, um, as did, you know, the Cincy offense in general, you know, 20 points. But, you know, with all those turnovers could have been a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still it's a bad loss to lose at home in the, in the division. In week one. Uh, yeah, but listen, I, there is a little bit of like the 17th game. Gives you just that a little extra leeway. I don't know. I, I'm not Baltimore, so concerned. Baltimore is obviously in, in in the driver's seat in this division. And if Pittsburgh can hold hold serve. Division doesn't matter anymore because there's only one bot. So you play an extra road game. Who cares? Uh, of course, I division, I, division matters because in the in the AFC South and in the AFC North, right? The division is the only guarantee you're getting to the playoffs. In the South, I, I don't agree that uh, with that in the North. Uh, the, you think the Bengals are still winning double-digit games? I had them winning 10, and I had them with a win here, so that drops into nine out of the playoffs. Damn, they'll be so disappointed to know they can't get to 10 anymore. I I, I would, I mean, I I, would, I have to check the playoff odds, and maybe I'll wait till after. Well, I guess the well the Denver game, assuming they win, shouldn't have too much of an impact there. But I would bet that the Bengals' playoff odds dropped from over 50% to under 50%. Basically, I would think I would think you're right, but I yeah, also think okay. they'll go back up over to 50 if, if you know, At first of all, they point, get, sure. they have a much easier Dallas game now than than before. Yeah, so, so that's you the take the, yes. you would have taken the one and one basically before when, the year. When, when they lost walking into overtime, you had to figure this team is looking at an 0-2. Now all of a sudden it's probably mm-hmm. a one on one. So Schedule I guess yeah, win, maybe, maybe maybe that balances out. But so, yeah, uh, and big. allowed seven sacks again. The fixed offensive line is garbage. Yeah, that was a big problem. Although ironically, all the cow- all the guys the Cowboys fans were des- devastated over losing Amari and Leo Collins, they did nothing. Yeah, um, Zerline, who who was hard- missing extra points for the Jets. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, next game in the Houston. We, we basically touched on it. But I mean, you were on this train, I think, more than almost anybody. Davis Mills is really not that bad. Yeah, like Davis I mean, he's Mills not going to win you anything. But Davis Mills still might be better. I mean, Wilson Lawrence, uh, he might he still might be the quarter, best quarterback in that draft. Yeah, I, I, if he, I, I will certainly make take that bet. He's not going to end okay. up being the best quarterback in this draft. Week, all right, as of week one, Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? You, you, I assume prefer Carson Wentz. If you had to take no, quarterback for the rest of the season. I would still take Ryan. I don't know. Ryan, there were a lot of times yesterday I thought Ryan's kind of sucked. Yeah. Wentz also, although he ends up uh, padding the numbers late in the game. Well, not padding. They needed it to win. Yeah, and they're the only t- one of the only teams that really has like an actual threat of a run you have to be careful of. So he has the advantage, and he still was kind of bad. And I-, I love O.J. Howard getting cut, just randomly catching two touchdowns after he literally could not step on the field last yeah who can all right go at him in fantasy if you think it's worth anything it doesn't matter no i don't it's just fun no no he will not touch the ball again this season it was just yeah uh jacksonville washington uh on paper maybe the worst game of the week but it ended up being it was exciting yeah no no, i'm saying beforehand yeah washington with you know a thrilling comeback there when sends up a 300 yards and four touchdowns which is kind of like the previous roller coaster like the todd jones closer like he is really the number one roller coaster but we talked about this with the washington guys like as bad as Wentz is and he is bad but he's the best quarterback they've had in a while which says more about them than about him and his numbers ended up looking okay uh going forward it's funny like the giants with a much luckier win than washington had and yet, I feel like, you know, th- that's just a, a missed, a shanked field goal on the last play of the game, how they won their first Super Bowl or their second Super Bowl also. But I feel like Giants fans are higher than Washington fans today coming out of week one. Now, maybe that's just because Washington fans are like too embarrassed to identify themselves. No, I, I, I they shouldn't be. You're probably right. Giants, because just the game was so exciting. Yeah. But they no, shouldn't be. Also, Giants um, fans had given up. I mean, Daniel Jones was just an atrocious interception in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And at that point, every Giants fan said it's over and they went. Yeah, home. well, I, we'll get to Giants uh, in a second. Uh, sure. A couple other things from Jaguars, uh, commies. I, I thought the seems Jackson to be what people are calling them, by the way. They, yeah. uh, it, social media was really calling them the commies. I've been on commies since they, I'm on Pelly's for the Pelicans and commies mm-hmm. for, for the commanders. I love it. Um, Trevor Lawrence Christian, up and down. Yeah. You know, I've said yeah. he's going to have a Joe Barr year two. Did not look great in week one, but I think also in a sense this is his first ever game, right? Because we have to throw everything out from from um yeah Urban anything Meyer's that ha- anything that happened with Urban Meyer doesn't count. Yeah, but Kirk Kirk you know overpaid but looked good, and I think a lot of these Jacksonville guys like they definitely overpaid for all these free agents, mm-hmm. and in the long run that sort of caps their ceiling, but it does dramatically improve them from the three to four win team that they've been. Yeah, and Etienne was frisky. He dropped a, he dropped a big pass, but I do yeah. think like just the fact that he's healthy because he was so good in college. So yeah, and he, Robinson also, as you said, I know if those two guys are healthy, that's a really good one too. Honestly, 
yeah, you know, Kirk, as I said, you know, 100 yards in his uh, debut game is the $40 million receiver, whatever he is, 37. Mm-hmm. So I think the Jaguars, obviously, anytime you lose to Washington, it's not ideal because Washington's not a great team. But especially given the fact that this entire division has no wins yet, I think that the Jaguars are fine, right? They come home and face the Colts in week two. If they win that game, now they sort of need that win because things get tough for the rest of the month. But like, we need that win. We need the Colts to be undefeated. Oh, oh yeah, for our bet. I think Jacksonville wins in week two. They'll be atop the division. And I think, could eight wins win this division? Eight, eight, and one definitely in play for the Colts. By the way, we haven't we haven't talked about it. Um, Trayvon Walker but, had a nice play, the number one overall yeah. pick. The the um, Survivor Leagues, mm-hmm. ours and every other one, was this the bloodiest week one you can remember? A majority eliminated in Survivor and Anti-Survivor. Majority eliminated in, in all Survivor pools across the country, basically. And that's before Denver uh, and Seattle play tonight. And that could have another like bloodbath. That's yeah. like the fourth or so. Most I have a friend who's in a uh, survivor. Are you have a friend? Steen, a relative even, I think, of some sort. Um, He's in like a a, a seven figure survivor league. And he already promised uh, us a share of the winnings if he wins. He's, uh, you know, majority eliminated in week one. He took the Saints. So it got cut in half. So, he, yeah, he's holding on by the skin. Of yeah, the team. Saints were the team that if you pick them, you're still alive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just. Is there anything to note about all these missed kicks just all across the league or, you know, it's week one? I mean, it's possible there's something weird with the balls because other than that, it's very fluky because two years ago, every kicker was basically automatic from 57. And now this is happening. It's a little yeah, weird. Well, my kicker automatic. I do think it's better. I think the NFL's better if kicks. I think kickers did get too good for the. No, I agree with game you. It's not good for the game. You don't like team settling at the 40 yard line and thinking, okay, I we're in full do like the forward. idea. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, I hate the one penalty drive where all of a sudden you can kick. Yeah. The 57-yarder to try and win, you know, with a 15-yard penalty. On the other hand, pass. it's nice to always feel you have a chance. Like, I don't know. The the Vikings. It makes Packers the games did. more exciting, yeah. Now, the does. Packers offense did literally did not have any possession in the second half. Like, they did not move the ball at all. Nevertheless, because Delvin Cook, for some idiotic reason, the Packers have no timeouts. There's a minute left in the game. On third and, like, 15, Delvin Cook runs out of bounds. Uh-huh. And I thought it could have really screwed them because all they had to do was fall down. You run 40 seconds off the clock. The Vikings punt with 15 seconds to go. The game's over. Instead, they had to punt with a minute 06 to go. They're up by 16. The Packers, in theory, we've seen Aaron Rodgers do this before. Drive down the field and score in three or four plays. Get a two-point conversion. Kick an onside kick. Get another touchdown, two-point conversion. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's a possibility. And then the Packers trotted out Jordan Love. I mean, Rodgers had hit enough of the Vikings by that point. He didn't even try. But um, I, I always like I didn't understand that. And the reason I bring this up is just like, when you're mathematically alive, you always have to be aggressive, right? And so, like, the upside of kickers hitting from 60 yards is you always feel more mathematically alive. Yeah, that is true. Um, uh, sh- yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and, and I, I said I hate the receiver class. I said, one, you know, we were talking about which one would possibly break out. Jahan Dotson did have two touchdowns week one. Stephen yeah, Hill but... went to two touchdowns week one for the Jets. Doesn't really mean anything, but it is it is worth noting. Niners, Bears. Uh, the Chicago didn't really trust Justin Fields to do anything. They ran the ball 37 times. Well, for the weather yards. made it very in, true, you know, true, true, to do true, true, true. But um, all my money on Lance and the 49ers did not look great in week one. Uh, Shannon will figure that out. They have so many talented players, even with Mitchell going down. Are we going to see Jimmy Garoppolo play this month? No, they you, the Glazer said they like went around to all like the veterans on the team and said like you have to publicly back Lance if he struggles at the beginning. Well, which the means they knew. Also, you only say that if you know he's going to yeah. struggle. But also like Jimmy like openly was not participating in practice. Like you know he was like a per- he was like so not a member of the team until that right contract right at the end of camp. Right. 
Very bizarre. So, but yeah, so we, we can write this off as the weather in week one, but like, you know, Lance better start putting up because otherwise. Listen, uh, he's played five games ahead of North Dakota State. He really is. Go- it's go even if he's going to be great. It's going to take some it's going to take some time. Yeah. You were just saying how great North Dakota State was when we were talking about Christian Watson. <laughs> well, I mean, I just said they could beat the Jets. I didn't say they were great. Um, yeah, but a little concerning for our for our first overall seed. Talked about Philly, Detroit already. Uh, New Orleans, Did Atlanta, we? that was yeah. a wild game. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like we saw this last year. Philly only had one game against a decent team all season that they won, which was against the Saints. Mm-hmm. So they they the offense looked great against a terrible Detroit defense. And and then late they just they could not stop anybody at all. And Justin Jefferson's coming to town, so let, let's see the Eagles. Uh, AJ Brown obviously fantastic in Week One. Uh, sad times for uh, Devonta Smith, a great rookie season. Uh, did not get a catch in Week One. Four targets. Yeah, sad times if you're hypothetically someone who has Dak, Elijah Mitchell, and Keenan Allen on your fantasy team. Mm, it's not right. you don't want to see like the three O's next to each other in Week One. Yeah, that's why like you're like oh yeah you hate fantasy when. Uh, when you just have three guys injured, one uh, New or- uh, New Orleans Atlanta was back and forth, really a coin toss game. Well, um, not really. Atlanta was blowing them out. Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't I, I don't 23 know. Twenty three to to was it twenty three seven, twenty three ten, something like that. I it forget. was. It was. Uh, I think it was twenty three ten. Yeah, and then New Orleans comes storming back in the fourth quarter. Um, and then did you see they had an entire Mardi Gras uh, Saints band just marching through Walmart's in the Atlanta area playing the all their instruments and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Taysom Hill stuff worked. Uh, Michael Thomas's two touchdowns. He looks back. Jarvis Landry looks back. Alave uh, looks. Well, okay the, Falcons are, the Falcons are the Falcons are like a, a lower tier SEC team right now. I would agree. Uh, it's it's I, rough though. When I was watching London popped. I didn't see anything from. Kyle I thought Pitts. Mariota did not look so bad in this game. No, Mariota looked fine. I, he's he, Mariota's Mariota. Yeah, I just also very funny. This podcast started with a Russell uh, with a James Winston, Marcus Mariota debate. Yeah. And now seven years later, they're sort of anonymously playing in uh, the NFC South. Well, here's the thing. If like you're a Falcons American fan, conference. you know, your team's going to be bad this year. You're probably playing for the yeah. one seed. The one thing you wanted was to win at home against New Orleans in week one and to lo- lose it the way they did mm-hmm. as a Falcons fan. I mean, it could know. still be Tampa. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Somebody tweeted out. They said uh, the Falcon, the Atlanta Falcons have lost every one of these games. And they showed like the. um the like the score box in the corner of TV, mm-hmm. like 28 to three, obviously. But then they showed a whole like the Falcons have been winning with less than five minutes to go by like double digit scores like so many times in the last couple of years and lost. Everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Arthur Smith's a good coach. I also don't think Dennis Allen's a good coach. So you're so. out on Arthur Smith. I think so. Because I mean, I don't the, think he's a disaster. The I think he has strengths. Has fallen, you know, into great depths without him. So maybe he's a good. It is OC. true. Maybe it's an OC. Uh, yeah. Cor- I, I thought Patterson was like, okay, this was cute. We're not going to do it again. He yeah. carried the ball twenty-two times yesterday. Ridiculous. Yeah. Great for fantasy. Still, I don't think mm-hmm. we do that. Uh, Cleveland, Carolina. Speaking of coaches, I think Rule is in is in big, big, big trouble uh, to be in, to be a midseason firing. Yeah. Devast- I, you gotta feel bad. I, I, I don't like understand. Baker. I don't understand the him. Bill Simmons obsession with the Panthers. Like when they were guessing the lines, they both had the Panthers as road favorites against the Giants, both Bill and Sal. Which to me, I did the- too. I think no, okay. you had you had the Giants by three and a half. Oh, okay, fine. And it's I was, Giants by two. I'm, I'm even off. I was so off. I'm even off on my own guesses. Yeah, you you uh, you had a rough week. Um, although you did beat me in our head-to-head guesses of wins and losses because uh, you beat me three to two on the ones we disagreed about. You had you had the Bills. And the Eagles, I had the Rams and the Lions. Oh, in terms of picking and picking. Yeah, well, I've always done better at picking than I have at picking yeah. the Lions. But I don't understand. I don't understand. Why does anybody think Carolina is good at anything? No, I don't think they're good. And I think their only potential strength is McCaffrey and they barely use them. So, yeah. Um, 
Well, Cleveland's defense, we knew Cleveland's defense is good, right? Yes. And but we thought because of Jacoby Brissett and Baker Mayfield and, and everything else, we thought the Panthers would win this game. Or I did anyways. Uh they did not. And so all of a sudden the Browns have a lot of life, even though their leading receiver is Donovan Peoples Jones and their leading quarterback is Jacoby Brissett, which uh not not an ideal duo there. But the offensive line good, the running back duo obviously excellent, um, the defense very good. And so Cleveland might limp around until Deshaun Watson comes back. It's possible. Yeah, they're frisky. They I said frisky. Th- this division, I, I think, I mean, Baltimore is going to get double digit wins, but I don't, I wouldn't say that about Cincinnati or, right now or Pittsburgh. So, Cleveland, yeah, but, I, but I don't think any team in the division is bad. Like, I think it's a competitive division. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Pittsburgh might be bad. And, and Cleveland, you know, so. we'll see. Yeah, that's not overact week one. All right, Tennessee, Tennessee, the Giants. Yeah. Uh, the Giants were terrible. Uh, this is going to be at the end of the season. This will still be one of the five luckiest wins. Uh, Vrabel not having them move forward three yards as if acting. I don't know if he hadn't watched the one o'clock games. He was probably busy, but <laughs> acting like a 47 yarder was automatic and not making it a 42. yarder drives me nuts. I've never seen somebody. I've seen people do that from the 15. Move it back to the no coaches the do this all the time. Coaches hit the 40 and then they just oh, we're in field. Goal. Like they think a field goal range. No, is a I've never seen thing. a team essentially kneel. Back to the third. No, I, I don't see, think it's ever happened before. No, it happens a lot. And if I had coaches, three yards, a negative three yard loss before, oh, and maybe negative goal. one, negative two, whatever. But the, but I've the point never is, seen it. Coaches think of field goal range as a binary thing instead of yeah. every yard you gain, it's slightly higher. Another percentage, percentage point. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was insane. Um, uh, listen, did Saquon look much better? Yes, you could be happy about Saquon. You could be happy that Sterling Shepard looked alive, even though your receivers are still terrible. But let's let's not crown them yet. Yeah, let's I say crown fantasy, I'm happy. Team. Crown them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but listen, I think Dable, you have to be excited. It's a mediatic reporter after the game. Is oh, absolutely. Team. I'd be thrilled yeah. about Dable. I'd be thrilled about Dable. I'd be happy about, yeah, the future of the team. But it's not Daniel Jones. And it's probably not going to be. Your well, that's the thing. Yes. Next year. But you but might. Hope- I hope you guys pay Saquon Barkley. I hope you pay him 20 billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you have hope that you might have the coach of the future, even though, you know, yeah, yes, absolutely. Still have a whole quarterback. Cause I don't but, think my team has it. The Titans, I mean, always just about Arthur Smith. Maybe Derek- that's why you're maybe Mike Zimmer's the worst coach of all time. And like <laughs> the Vikings for the last five years were like truly the best team in the NFL, but Zimmer was bringing them down to like the 13th best. You know, what's insane. The Vikings have not been above 500 in the like uh-huh. ever in Justin Jefferson's career. This is the first time. Yeah, because they they lost week one each of the last two years, and they lost week three. Like it just it didn't seem that way because they were always they were never five. They were never above five hundred. They have year. not been above five hundred the last year or the year before. This is the first day of Justin Jefferson's career that he's on an above mm-hmm. five hundred team. Well, let's talk about that game. So Minnesota Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you said Wait, can, we, can we just finish gonna... talking about the Titans for a second? Oh yeah, yeah. Derrick sure. Henry under four yards of carry. That's yeah. concerning. Concerning. Um, the Robert Woods did absolutely nothing. Traylon Burks, the rookie, fine. And then Kyle Phillips, like a fifth round rookie, was their leading target, uh, leading receiver. I, you know, the Giants do not have a great defense. And so there's a lot to be concerned about with Tennessee. And as we said, you know, eight or nine wins might be enough to win this division, but but they got to turn around very quickly. And mm-hmm. if, if I'm a Titans fan, I'm looking ahead to the schedule. You're playing Buffalo week two. That's not yep. going to go well. Um Mm-mm. And then you're although if the, you remember last year, I mean, the results made no sense last year. So, yeah, they, they might the just blow up Buffalo. No sense. They were the one seed yeah. missing Henry for half the season with Tannehill having his worst year in, t- in Tennessee. Uh, week three, you're playing the Raiders. That's an absolute must win. Week four. At I mean, the they Colts. lost. They lost to the Jets and got blitzed by freaking Houston at home. So nothing they ever did last year made okay. sense. So you're saying they lose the good teams. They beat the bad teams. Yeah, they're going to beat 
Buffalo by 30 points. Or they lose to the bad teams. Beat. Okay, so they'll beat the Bills. Fine. If you lose to the Giants at home and then beat the Bills in Buffalo, then mm-hmm. I don't know what to say anymore. You're the Kings of New York. Um, I don't even have any analysis here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Green Bay, Minnesota. Mm. Uh, you said that Justin Jefferson was going to break the all-time receptions record. Yeah. Yards, not the catches. Ah, yards. Okay. Well, 184, that looks pretty good. Yeah. But only uh, my dad was complaining nonstop because he had Do you think he's the best receiver in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, if you want to argue him or Adams or Chase or, you know, Cop, I'm not going to get in a big pissy fight over it. I think he's the best. But these guys, uh, Adams is weird because Adams and these guys are all year, I think they're going to do it. Adams, Adams, every pass goes at. It's like Adams is going to get every single pass. What did you watch about his game? I mean, in the first half, every. Yeah, but, just, but it was so beautiful. He got 11 targets. He got 11 targets. Who did? The Adam uh, Jefferson. Adams, I think, got like 720. Yeah, but also the Vikings were playing very conservative in the second half. Mm-hmm. Because you know they're winning and they were just ball control and the Packers offense could do absolutely nothing. Yeah, I uh, mean the, we knew that nothing new about the Packers in terms of like we know they have two solid. Well, they lost backs. thirty-eight to three last year in, in yeah. week one. They were missing both their tackles, so you can't jump to too many conclusions there. But it was well, just either them back for week two or no? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. But think the so. receivers were somehow worse than we thought. Like Watson yeah. has the horrible drop. People were excited about Dubes. I guess he was okay. No, he he had a couple. Randall missed, Randall Cobb uh, has twelve forks in him. Yeah, <laughs> the, the interception was sort of when you're throwing down the field to Cobb. You, that means I you sort of like their defense. I mean, their defense wasn't absolutely horrible. Uh, uh, I, I you're going to get was... beat. You're going to get beat by Justin Jefferson. No, no, no their think... defense. You have Jair Alexander, who might be arguably the best cornerback in football. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going against yeah. a team with arguably the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. You have to be matching him up. And th- this the credit goes to O'Connell for just outplaying Joe Barry, the, the Packers defense coordinator. But they were moving, and this was just so different from what we've seen in the past under the Zimmer offenses. They were moving Justin Jefferson all over the field. He was lining up in the slot. He was in motion. They showed the stats during the game. Cooper Cup was in motion the most of any receiver in the NFL last year when O'Connell was the mm-hmm. offense coordinator in L.A. And Jefferson was like 33rd most in Minnesota. This game, he was constantly in motion. On, on the first touchdown, he's on the fourth down. He's in motion just... He's all over the field. He lined up a tight end. He lined up in the backfield. He lined up everywhere. And they did. And the the Packers did not send Alexander all around to follow him. And so the result was you had Justin Jefferson lined up against linebackers, lined up against defensive ends. I mean, these guys don't have a chance against him. So I thought that the the defensive, I mean, the Packers have a lot of skilled defensive players on their roster, but the defensive game plan, I thought was just an abortion. It was, it was embarrassing. And if I'm a Packers fan, ultimately, you, I mean, it's, it's bad that you're hoping for Alan Lazard to come back. But I think that the biggest concern for the Packers is what the hell was Joe Barry doing with the defense? Because we know we know that Rodgers will fix it. We know that the offense will bounce back. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I liked I liked their 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 defensive players individually. So yeah, A.B. Sutton scoffed. Him. He says the Packers are still easily the favorites in this division. Do you agree? Uh, I'd say it's still 50-50. And also we have money on Green Bay, Minnesota, uh, Chicago, Detroit. So but you do. Huh? That didn't look oh, great week one. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I do, yes, you do. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I um. Uh, look, the Vikings are supposed to win this game. Now, the line I was insulted when the Packers were favored in Minnesota before. Look, the, Kirk Cousins is a winning record against the against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in his career. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is not people like oh the Vikings finally beat the, the, the little brother beat the big brother. What are you talking about? They do this every year. They the Aaron they beat the Packers last year. And then the second game was Rodgers had COVID, so they didn't have Rodgers, but uh, Cousins. But when when they had Cousins last year, they won. And when they had Cousins the year before, they won. I think they won. Uh, three out of four or three out of three or something uh, with cousins in the lineup against green Bay. So this was a game they should have won. The line ended up moving all the way to favor Minnesota by one and a half. They covered. I don't think as a Packers fan, you need to get upset too much, but as a Vikings fan, obviously I'm going to enjoy it because it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bet we have is bills charged in the AFC championship game. Charged look pretty good. Week one, uh, Mac and Bosa are going to be an absolute handful for people. Yeah. 
Although Derek uh, Allen did get I mean, hurt, kind of annoying. Carr they really don't have any picks, depth offensively. But I, I thought the Raiders' defense looked better than I was expecting. Yeah, the Raiders' defense was fine. Devontae Adams, like, I really mean, they, they could not run the ball at all, the Chargers. And we kind of knew that. They brought in Sony Michelle from Miami because they needed somebody and he ended up second on the team in carries, averaging 1.7 yards per carry. So mm-hmm. that's not ideal. Herbert's slinging it anywhere he wants. But there's a little bit of concern here because they could not run the ball and Keenan Allen's hurt. Uh, I don't know what his prognostication is yet. Prognosis, I guess. I think I thought it was a concussion, but uh, yeah, no, I, I they, they do not have a lot of depth beyond the top two guys there. So I mean, yeah, Palmer's okay. But and as you said, on offense, the Raiders were just throw it to Devontae Adams every single play. Seventeen targets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Raiders else? are uh, an eight and eight team that can't go eight and eight just because they're seventeen games. Yeah, no, um, really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey, Arizona. Uh, Patrick Mahomes takes back the title. Who's our MVP after one week? We got to do that every week. MVP after one week is it Mahomes or Allen mm. or Kirk Cousins? I think it's got to be Allen. I mean, Mahomes had five touchdowns against a good team and uh, nine incompletions, but I, I agree. Allen is, uh, I is mean, pretty Mahomes solid. Mahomes is clearly 1A or 1B, whatever. He's he's right there. But listen. Their play is- calling is so fun. It is like so – it is still – the Chiefs are, I mean, I guess like the Rams when we were kids. There are very few teams that are like fun to watch every play. The Oilers when I was a little kid. Yeah. They're just so fun. They come up with so much stuff. Mahomes can do anything on every play. Like there, other than Kelsey, the receivers kind of suck now, and doesn't matter. Like, uh, there's no, there's no concern. Well, do they suck? I mean, Juju had a couple fumbles. Juju, uh, yeah, no, Juju sucks. Like, they're all wide receiver threes. Juju's a three. Yeah, MVS but, is a three. But Sky Mahomes Moore, is going to turn them all a three. Uh, and Isaac is a three. Uh, Pacheco, how do you pronounce his name? Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he looked good coming out of the backfield. Um, C H C A C E H had a couple touchdown receptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kansas City is rolling, and the Cardinals. Oh, I don't know. Well, so the Cardinals defense is bad. So the Cardinals defense is going to be bad all year. I do. Yeah, think but Kyler to... did not look good. He didn't look good. I do think he'll be able to score points all season. I'm not super concerned with them. I would I be super even... concerned when your number one receiver is a guy named Greg Dortch. Yeah, but I even I, I even think with Marquise. And, I mean, A.J. And... Green has a fork in the fork in him. <laughs> yeah. Well, Green was OK last year compared to 2020. He actually was much better. But yeah, he's not. Yeah. So he you're, can't create any separation on. at this point. Mm-mm. He's done. And yeah, and they're they're not gonna have Nook for another five weeks, and their schedule is is not easy actually, right? Oh, easy. Like they're playing yeah, out. They're one of the week. only teams they did not sack Mahomes. They did I not mean, get to the. Find me, find me a win. They're playing at Oakland at the at Las Vegas this week. Arizona's. There's not gonna be any defense in that game. Okay, then they're, then the they're facing the Rams in week three. Okay, it's not. Great. The, then I guess at Carolina, that's a must win. Yeah, that's a must win. And then at and then the well, Eagles, we have them to make the playoffs, so they better make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean. Their 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 schedule is is very difficult. They have the Panthers and the Seahawks are their only two gimmies. And then I guess I guess the, they get the Seahawks again later in the season. But yeah, this schedule is brutal. So I don't know why mm-hmm. I haven't been making the playoffs. Might have been. Uh, and then just we we talked a little about the Sunday night game, but we haven't really talked about Tampa at all. What do you think of Brady? They looked fine. You know, they kept settling for field goals, but they had long drives that would end in field goals. Um, mm-hmm. Fournette looked unbelievable. I mean, the Cowboys' defense last year was was excellent, and this mm-hmm. year was, or in week one, was very bad. Yeah, Evans always been my favorite receiver. Anytime you watch him, it's like, well, why doesn't he do that every play? Like, he really should have two touchdowns a game. Oh, he has he been just, healthy for a while, also. He just feels so much bigger. Yeah. Julio being a, like a competent NFL player is nice because I think Godwin's going to be out for a couple weeks. But uh, there's a, there's a lot of depth there. That is just like. It is funny because I looking looking at their roster like pretty hardcore in the offseason. The Bucks, the like they just they're just so loaded. Devin White has two sacks yesterday. Like it, someone leaves and, and and it's just like next man up. They just they're just such a well built team. They're the hardest team to make. They're like the deepest roster. They're 
Did I, you know, someone's doing it. I guess licked. Uh, someone is doing a good job there mm. because uh, although I hated White, I hated their uh, their um, their rookie running back. Rashad White. See that? I don't. I think I hated all the rookie running backs. I don't think any of them were good. I think it was just a year where like, oh, we need a running back, so people took you know, and maybe well, but they do need a running back because right with if Fournette, they don't have Ronald Jones anymore. So if anything happens to Fournette, Rashad White. No, they do need one, but I think, uh, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think White is the answer, and I don't think so. Um, is Tampa number one in our NFC power rankings right now? They have to be NFC power rings. I think they have to be. Uh, who would you if, put number two? Probably. I mean, just is it based on? prior knowledge or just like an alien who would only watch yesterday's games then i'd say minnesota yeah i mean i'm looking at my overall power rankings i have it's afc afc tampa afc Mm -hmm. afc 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 and then minnesota the rams green bay um philadelphia san francisco but yeah but none of those teams other than minnesota are deserve it based on week one so Mm -hmm. and then dallas is further down new orleans not impressive they got to win arizona not impressive i mean yeah how are you gonna find seven playoff teams in the nfc Um, hmm. I think that, um, okay, Philly, mm-hmm. Minnesota, and Green Bay. Okay. The Rams and the Niners. Okay. The Bucks. Okay. So then you're saying who's the seventh team because the Cardinals are bad, the Saints are bad. So, so, okay. So you're all so, the Giants fans are like, us, 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 say us. So San Francisco still a playoff team after a week one loss. I agree in the Rams as well and the Packers as well. But yeah, that's three teams who it's not just that they lost, but they all looked really bad. I mean, those three teams combined for 27 points. Those are teams with ostensibly like, you know, like superstar offenses. What if what if uh, like some years the league was like, you know what? There's only six good teams in each conference. We reserve the right to cut the playoffs from seven to six. Well, they would never do that, but I think that you should have to have a winning record to, so to like, host the maybe sure. maybe like an I, don't, AFC, I don't like maybe don't an like AFC team. A... If there's a two game gap, an AFC team can move to the NFC playoffs or something like that. Yeah, I I, I don't like the idea of a seven like and ten, 10 or eight, and seven nine team hosting a twelve and five team, and we could see that this year. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll worry about it when it happens. All right, uh, on the Patreon episode, we will make picks and maybe talk about other stuff for week two. Uh, you can complain about baseball. For week two, nah, I'm done. I don't. I don't want to talk done. about it. You're I don't tired from baseball. It. I walked out. It's over. The, 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 well, well, I don't now because I like most people don't follow. Only the follow Central, your own team. Yeah. So I I could like tell you the ins and outs of the Mets and the Braves. Yeah. But well, so what is happening? You could tell me anything. You could tell me the yeah, Twins blew a fourteen nothing lead. The, 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 the twi- the, yeah, the Twins were the, the Twins were very good in April, May. They were they're under five hundred. They're under five hundred for the first time since April twenty something. Wow. They got swept at home by. They were up. They were down one and a half. To Cleveland entering the weekend with a three game set at home and they lost all three uh, with a lot of runs in the ninth inning of all three of those games. Oh, they're not even close to the playoffs. Why are no, we talking about this? Their team? season's over. Yeah, their season's over. I mean, they have uh, a they positive have, run differential, but yeah, they have the um, they they have the most um, there's three different metrics you can use for judging how much injuries you've had and all three of them. They're number one, baby. They passed Cincy and Seattle in the last couple of weeks. So they have and their the- only route anyway was to win the AL Central. Yeah, no, they're done. They're done. No, the winner. I mean, in theory, do they play Cleveland and the White Sox a lot still? No, yeah, they're playing Cleveland five times next week, this week. All right, so you win four of them, and no, they're not. And and especially, they would have to. They 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 would have to win. They can only afford because there's no more game one sixty three. So the tiebreaker is head. Oh, they have to win. Yeah, they they can only. They would have to win all but one of the remaining games against Cleveland. They'd have to go five and one or six and one, seven, whatever it is. So yeah, their season's over. They're done. Uh Stick. How does a team with the greatest hitter in Major League history, Luis Arias? not in first place. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, because look at the rest of their team. They have everybody's injured. They have 
three healthy players on their team. Their entire starting rotation is injured. Their entire team, except for Correa and Arias, is injured. You know, Buxton and, and all these guys. It's very sad. Very sad. Buxton's injured again? Yeah, he's been injured all season, but he's been on the IL for the last three weeks. It's very sad. Man, they, this team gave Gary Sanchez 350 at bats. Yeah, that's what happens when everybody. Have you Max seen Max Kepler? Well, Max Kep- Kepler, like, uh, like Kepler has a broken a. toe. He cannot hit at all, but he's a good. He's a, he's he can field. He's been batting cleanup for the in the last two weeks with a 640 OPS. This team is done. Gilberto Celestino with a 622 OPS. Yeah, this guy is playing every day. He's like their eighth outfielder, but he right now he's their starting center fielder because Jeez. their top three are all out. Yeah, everybody. This is like a who's who of oh my god. This team is terrible. The Billy Hamilton. Remember Billy Hamilton? If you're playing Billy, oh well, he's just a the the Mets also have a guy who literally can't hit who's just uh like a pinch runner. Yeah, but guy. they had to play. Him. They have they two to, right now. They had to start him a couple times. Well, if you had to start Billy Hamilton, so that's that's not good. Yeah, not good. Yeah. All right, Billy Hamilton let's... should try and make it in the NFL. He's such a good athlete. As a punt returner. Yeah, it's not too late. Um. Okay. Fine. We'll uh we'll talk on the Patreon episode. It's it's about. I mean. I, I, of course, root for the Vikings because you're always out of it if the Vikings lose and <laughs> fall this like the same way you, if this was an MLB podcast, you'd have to cancel it if we were talking about the Twins. So it's exciting that your team's good. And it doesn't matter that my team's bad because my team's always bad. Well, the thing I realized is the Mets, nothing changed until like you could have a, a, a random season of success in baseball. Nothing changed until they got a new owner. I think it's the same thing with Jets. I think until Woody's gone and they have a new owner, I don't think you could ever win. I just think there's too much bad juju and there's too much of a stink on the Jets. I don't know. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll see you on the Patreon episode or we'll see you guys next week. All right. Talk to you later, Wiz. Hey, bye. so long but nothing now can keep us down yeah we're back on track and we're on attack can't hold us back no no a new nation is one keep our eyes on the setting sun yeah we're on our way and we're making way gonna seize the day yeah, yeah. we've been waiting for this now our time is gone Gonna rise up again, now our kingdom come We're back, cause legends never die Let your flag fly, yeah We're back, come to the sky Let them know why, yeah We're back, oh, oh, oh. We're back, oh, oh, oh. Legends never Put to the fire And all that's left is pure as gold And we'll never break We know what's at stake Eyes are wide awake Yeah, yeah We were born to be brave True grit is how we made Let the crowd stand up Come on, raise a cup Cause ain't nothing enough Yeah, yeah We've been waiting for this And now our time is Gonna rise up again till our work is done
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.